0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Come At Me, Bro. This is episode 11. I am one of your hosts, Joey, joined alongside Drew. Hello. And Tyler.
1: What up, Seattle skinny hazelnut macchiato sugar-free frappuccino whalers? You guys ready for that team? That's going to be the new team name. Did you hear that? The team name for what, Tyler? The new Seattle NHL team, 2021-2022. It's about to get crazy up in here.
0: Okay, so you said it's coming between 2021 and 2022, this new NHL team?
1: That is Correcto Mundo in the Pacific Division. Now the NHL will have 32 teams instead of 31 for the last,
0: like, 15 years. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I am quite a fan of even numbers compared to odd numbers.
1: Absolutely. It's been so weird just having 31 teams in the NHL. I mean, granted, they added Vegas to make it 31. Uh, I can't remember the last team they just added I mean, Vegas is the newest one.
2: I mean, it's probably uh, Nashville.
1: Maybe. Oh, I, know you they got rid of, I know they got rid of Atlanta. They had Atlanta at one point because that was in the Sabres division, and then maybe they went to Nashville. Maybe Atlanta went to Nashville. That's what it was. Who knows? But, I mean, can you guys think of any other team names that they're going to pick? Because I think the Whalers might be the one, but the Um, I think the Seattle Triple Venti Soy No Foam Latte Whalers are good, too.
2: <laughs> the Seattle Starbucks, and Starbucks has a stake in the ownership.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I have no idea. But I just know Seattle came from
0: Starbucks. Or the Seattle Mermans.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, my God. The Whalers is not going to be the team they go with, right? That's, that's not officially announced, is it?
2: That's way too politically incorrect. It'd be like trying yeah, to name a team the Redskins now. Would not Is fly. that like the
1: the Seattle... The i don't know the seattle slurs i don't know is is whaler a slur no just whaling
2: in general is bad like if you ask any environmentalist well, there's a lot, or something I mean,
1: there's a lot of bad i mean i could if i can think in the next 30 seconds of what a bad
2: name
0: i mean the chiefs
2: right well but those are all old those aren't teams that just started they would not be called that if they just started
0: well i don't even know if the chiefs is that bad to be honest I I mean, mean, I feel like that's still a respectful term.
2: Right. People would argue that it's cultural appropriation, but I do agree with you. It's at least a respectful term. It's not like Redskins, which is clearly (laughs) meant to be. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: definitely racially motivated if you look at the flat out of it. like yeah, Watch out for the Vikings. (laughs) I mean, even the Vikings I don't think is bad. Like That was a people.
2: Right, and then we're weird about those kind of things. I don't know. Whaling is still actually a problem, so I feel like that's why that one wouldn't...
0: Fly. It's a problem it does if you're
2: sound in
1: Japan. Cool, it's a problem if you're in Japan and that's your livelihood. I mean, you're if an Eskimo, then you're good because you only have one whale a year and you're good for the year. But I mean, Japan hunts them like they're deer out in Virginia. I
2: know, just shoot them,
1: you know, <laughs> while you can. I mean, that's what that's what they do.
2: I've seen that episode. Is that of South whales Park. too? I
0: thought that was just like dolphins.
2: It's both. No, I mean, not that that's both. any
0: better. Don't get me wrong.
2: <laughs> Haven't you seen the South Park where they say why they hunt whales and dolphins?
1: All right, last good name is the Seattle salmon.
2: Seattle Salmon.
1: That's good. <laughs>
2: I was thinking That's like the, the Seattle got. Space Needles or something. Seattle Needles. Oh, friends. You know. <laughs>
1: that is, I like that actually better.
2: I mean, okay,
0: so Seattle what are some other Seattle, Seattle teams they've had? They've had what? The Seahawks. They've had the Supersonics at one point. The Supersonics. Uh, they have what? The Mariners are up there. Yeah. We
1: need sound effects for these names.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: you got... Juju, <laughs> Juju.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what is Seattle known for? They have the crazy floating bridge up there. They are right on the water. They have a crazy fog. What about the Seattle mist?
2: That's not bad, actually.
0: The Seattle fog. <laughs> okay, that's why I went with mist. It sounds a little bit more <laughs>
2: attractive. Seattle haze. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I'd go. With, I'd be. A, I'd be a member of the haze.
1: You might as well have the Philadelphia mascot in that, too, with the Philadelphia. Have him, have him coming slowly oh through <laughs> the
2: haze with, like, his eyes lit up.
1: Yeah, we're not trying to give kids nightmares. Nightmares. <laughs> hey, the Seattle Nightmare Haze.
0: Oh, my gosh. Seattle, I like Seattle Mist, Seattle Haze. The Mist is probably some women's basketball team name, though. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, there's, oh, there's the, the Mystics. Mystics. Oh, okay, maybe it's not, then. We'll go with the Mist. <laughs> Seattle Mist is my vote. Are you still going cappuccino latte or whatever, Tyler?
1: It's the Seattle Triple Venti soy no-foam latte. Oh, excuse why, not, me. why
2: not just the Seattle coffee? Seattle beans.
0: <laughs> I could see some memes coming out of that one. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, the Seattle.
2: Oh, actually, obviously it would be the Seattle iced coffee. If, they're, if it's a oh, hockey yeah. team.
0: Got him. I feel like the Seattle beans, you'd see so many pictures of Marshawn Lynch holding his junk as he jumps into the end zone. Yep. That little iconic right. picture. Okay, this so the is... other thing here, so Tyler and Drew, yes. you both are wrong. It was not the Nashville Predators before the Las Vegas Knights. Uh, they were actually the fourth team, four teams back after the Knights.
2: Oh. Uh, how Can about you the, guess uh, the Coyotes? Two in between? Coyotes, no, coyotes.
1: is not correct.
2: Okay.
1: Um, uh, let me think.
2: Then it's the Hurricanes.
0: No. Hurricanes have always been there.
2: What about the Panthers? Uh,
0: Winnipeg. Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets is correct. That is actually the Atlanta Thrashers. Ding, ding. And they relocated to Winnipeg. Now, the one between Winnipeg and the Vegas Knights. Golden Knights, excuse me. Um, There's one more in there. 10 seconds on the clock. Panthers. Oh, actually, it's two teams in there. My bad.
2: No. Oh, crap. They
0: were added in 2000. Panthers. One more guess apiece. Oh, it's so old. Panthers is incorrect. (laughs) 2000? Oh, my gosh. Uh, 2000, the the millennium. Montreal Canadiens. No.
2: They may be the oldest team in the NHL.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. There's two of them, people. You can't get one of them? Calgary. Uh, The correct answer is the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Minnesota Wild. Uh, That brought the league to three teams. The Wild, who play in St. Paul, Minnesota, bring back the NHL to Minnesota seven years after the North Stars departed to Dallas.
2: See, Damn. Columbus makes sense, but I would have thought Minnesota had a team already, given that they're, like, touching Canada.
0: I know, right? And the fact that they have such an icy environment. I mean, I guess hockey can be played indoors, but I feel like Minnesota's one of those states you can actually play outdoor hockey pretty regularly at. Yeah,
2: that's, that's that's why I didn't even think about guessing them. Plus, I didn't really start caring about hockey until 2008, so, you know, my my knowledge is a little lacking in the history.
1: <laughs> and none of our listeners listen to hockey, so we might want to change the subject. We also Actually, don't quite listeners. a few of our listeners listen to hockey, to be honest. What listeners are that? They've never responded to the show. Well, and we if have you do listen to
2: the show, fans. you should
0: definitely respond saying you like hockey.
2: <laughs> or telling us why we're bad at hockey. We're, we're good either way. One day, Thumbs Tyler will learn Seattle.
0: how to log into the Twitter account, and he will see some of these fans. <laughs> oh, bring it.
1: <laughs> if you can't see them, they're not there. That's
0: how it works. Okay, Seattle, you have heard our name suggestions. Now we're going to head into Tyler's Heisman game.
1: Yeah, so recently uh, there was a Heisman picked uh, named Kyler Murray, not Tyler Murray. I could have sworn it was Tyler Murray, but uh, it was definitely <laughs> Kyler Murray. Um, and he faced up against Tua and the other third place that no one cares about third place in Heisman was Garskins, whatever his name was. Um, he's a nobody for all I care. Uh, but I'm sure he'll do well in the NFL or baseball. Um, but we were kind of, I was, I kind of wanted to go on the subject that a lot of people wanted Tua. Um, We have all come to a consensus that Tua is not it, but we all have different reasons of why Murray is. Um, Drew, what was your theory again on why Murray got picked?
2: Well, I think it was going to be a tight one anyway, but voters have kind of short memories. And I think if Tua had lit up Georgia, then they would have picked him uh, just for the number one team destroying the number four team. And this quarterback, who's been good all year, continuing to be good, but we saw that we had seen that he was human already, and then for him to really be brought down to earth, like he was, and Kyler just did what he does and won them a, a Big Twelve championship. I think it was easy to to pick him instead, even if he was going to well, be deserving the whole time. I, I know how voters are with with short term memory.
1: But you got to look. So with the Heisman, it's an outstanding player. two is not an outstanding player. He may have outstanding stats. But that's because he has an outstanding team. And so, what people, what I look at is the entire year. And for the entire year, Tua did not play a fourth quarter. <laughs> Which he to did. me, when you're an outstanding player, you play in the fourth quarter and you show up when to play. Murray could have lost the game and not even be in the final four and still be the Heisman player because Tua has never played a fourth quarter. Yeah, was hurt, is it, or it, he was destroying everybody? Right. So for me. I'm looking at the outstanding player who can show up game time, be ready to go, and has done that all year.
2: But is it your fault if you're playing so good that you're destroying the other team and the coach tells you to sit down?
1: No, it's the same situation. Um, if you, it, it's not even the coach sits down. It's just like your team is preventing you from showing you your your best of the best. So you can be surrounded by a great team, um, and that's and that's going to be a great team is going to outshine a um, a one individual effort. I mean, look at Kamaru Anthony. Yeah. He's a great player to a certain extent, but he had no team around him. He had talent, no team around him. And yet people made him out to be like, "This is a great player until they found out that all he could do was shoot and not pass the ball. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you... You need to have an individual effort. People associate with Anthony as an individual effort, and that's what he ended up being was one v five because he didn't want to pass the ball. But with Murray, the guy was an outstanding effort. He he did everything he could to win games and played all through games. Tua was self short, and that that's the coach's fault. That's the team's fault. Blame it on whoever. But Tua did not show up to his potential. Uh, wait a I don't know if people, it's anyone's
0: fault here. If you're winning the game, that's the end goal here. It's not winning the Heisman that you go into the season thinking. Like, for me, I think Alabama played too well in that sense 4-2 would have a chance in that opportunity. But if it comes down to the coach sitting you on the bench, I don't think you should hit the quarterback with that. For me, it comes down to stats. If we look at Kyler Murray, yes, he had in that extra quarter a lot of the times, and that is a stat contributor, but he passed over Tua. He had more touchdowns than Tua. He had a higher completion percentage than Tua, a higher quarterback rating which takes into play everything that you play, even if that fourth quarter is bad. It still takes it into account. The rushing yards is also huge. He rushed for almost 800 more yards than, or 700 more yards than Tua did. And on top of that, he had double the rushing touchdowns Tua did and double the yards per carry. When you look at all the stats combined, I think Kyler just kills it. The other thing in Tua's favor is the fact that his defense ended up stopping plays and gave him better yardage position. Because of that, I think it pulls away from Tua's potential. If the defense is worse and Tua has to drive the field more, I think maybe we see his numbers come up a bit. But when you look at the raw play of these people, these particular players, these quarterbacks, as well as the stats involved, I think Kyler wins this one hands down, even without the Georgia game. Is Tua that
1: good? Is he going to become an NFL quarterback? No. I don't think he's that good.
2: Honestly, the biggest thing for him is the flash plays, which is what we saw blowing up on him against Georgia before he finally just exited completely was he always tries to just throw it deep and when you have receivers that are better like when you have good receivers that can get open deep then you make that throw five times and you connect twice well that's still two big highlights that people remember you for I think that's really his thing um I, I think we've seen his limits
0: And I don't want to say he's bad. I mean, he definitely is a talented player. He's a top-five player right now as far as offense quarterbacks go. But when you look at the quarterback class this year, I feel like it is much lower than we've seen in the past. Kyler Murray, for me, runs away with this Heisman. And he's not even going to the NFL.
2: Going to go play baseball, which is smart. Uh, He's going to have a much longer career and make a lot more money playing baseball. Guaranteed okay, Tyler, contract. let's
0: see that Heisman game, boy. All right, so here's the
1: Heisman game. So how it's going to work, boys, is uh, I'm going to give you a player, okay? Now you have to give me the year of when that person got the Heisman and the team, all right?
2: <laughs> so the college team. Are so we're we working s- um, together
0: on this one, or are we competing against each other? Oh, you got to compete, man. That's how you win. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble. All right, so it's going
1: to start – Pretty, like, recent, and then it's going to get later and later and later and later. Um, it'll go from, like, the 2000s to the 1980s. Oh, good gosh. <laughs> okay. Here we go. All right. S- has a severe advantage towards those who've watched college football, a.k.a. Drutini. Um, so, first one up is your boy, Derrick Henry, who currently had a career day. Uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. What year did he win the Heisman, and what team did he play for? Joey McDermott, we'll go with you first.
0: Uh, the team was Alabama. Alabama. Correct. Uh, Correcto shoot. Mundo. So it's, it's like 2015 or 2014. Uh, Pick one. Did Mariota come before or after? Um... I think Mariota was in the league first. I'm going to go Henry for 2015.
1: Ding, ding. Well done. Mm -hmm. Nice job. All right. Uh, So that's two points for uh, the McDerm. All right. Here you go, Drew. You ready for yours? Sure. This player currently plays for the Baltimore Ravens as a third string and recently got two snaps in against the Kansas City Chiefs. That is your boy RG The Trace. Oh, geez. What year did he win the Heisman?
2: And who did he play for? I'm trying to remember who who RG3 Oh, I know who he played for. Or...
0: I don't know the year though. Crap, who did, Rob? Are
1: we Robert allowed R- to steal if he gets it wrong? Uh, yes, you are. But he has to say an answer first oh, and he has crap. 10 seconds.
2: Wait, so what am I answering first? What year? So,
1: year, yep, what year?
2: Uh, was it 2010?
1: <laughs> Your boy in 2010 was uh, currently playing for the, or is currently playing for the Carolina Panthers. It's your boy, Cam. Cam, Cam, Cam Newton. And then that was in 2010. Uh, so McDermott, can you steal?
0: Uh, I can steal the team. I can't steal the year. The team was okay. Baylor.
1: Baylor is correct. The oh, Baylor Bears. That's right. Ding, ding. And the year,
0: give me a guess on the year. Uh, it's got to be right around Drew. It's, it's between like 2012 and 20. 20- Two thousand nine. Um, Reggie came after Cam, so twenty twelve. I think it's
2: twelve. Eleven, twenty
1: eleven. Ah. Mm. Uh, the uh, the sad uh, clown in twenty twelve was Johnny Menzel. All right. Yeah. Uh, next one. We have three more. Ricky Williams. Oh
2: boy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, that team uh, is easy, at least.
0: Oh my gosh. Alright,
1: it's back to you. Who's the team? Ricky
0: Williams. Uh I really don't know the team, to be honest. Uh I'm gonna go with the Miami theme, the Miami Hurricanes for the team. That is wrong. It's so wrong. Uh the year Ricky had to be pre two thousands. Um I think it's like ninety seven or ninety eight. Pick one. Uh, where is it? Ninety nine. Um, I'm gonna go ninety eight.
1: Ninety eight is correct. What's the team? Drutini?
2: It was Texas.
1: Texas is correct. O very confident. good. All right, we got two more quarterbacks, both who played in the AFC East. I'm uh, toast. Your, your <laughs> first quarterback is Vinny Testaverdi.
0: Oh, I like Ralph.
1: him. I pick people you know, not like Charlie Ward.
2: Testa Verde.
1: Or Joni Toretta. Oh,
2: Lord. Uh. Uh, so, my turn?
1: Yeah, it's Drutini's turn. Yeah, He actually turn. also played for the Carolina Panthers, but...
2: He also played for the Cowboys.
1: And he played for the Cowboys. He played for almost every team.
2: Yeah, but I don't remember...
0: Who he played for in college?
2: <laughs> no. Um. Let's <laughs> I <don't> say... Either. <laughs> let's say Wyoming and uh, 1993.
1: Oh, no, that is... <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, he's he's got to be in the 80s. Um, yeah, he is probably. in the 80s. He is in the 80s. I'll give you a hint there, McDermott. Uh,
0: he had a southern accent. Let's go Tennessee. Uh, Ten- he, University of Tennessee. No, Drew would have known that. Um, Memphis.
1: No, he's from. He's a Miami boy. Uh, Miami. Okay. He went to the University of Miami, uh, and he, he got the Heisman in 1986.
0: 86. I would have right, get somewhere one. in the 80s, but I don't think I would hit six. I think I would have said nine.
1: Last one. This is my Buffalo Bill, and it's not O.J. Simpson. It's your boy, <laughs> Mr. Flutie Flakes, Doug Flutie. Oh, good
0: gosh. Uh, okay, who's up first? Drew's up.
2: Uh, no, I just went first.
0: All right, McDermott, you're up. Okay, Doug Flutie is Boston College. Correcto Mundo. Um, I didn't know that one either. Well, you know how I know because he actually kicked a drop kick point for the Patriots like probably seven years ago or something, and I remember them playing the replay of a Boston College game. Um, but the year, I have no freaking idea. I think he's either uh, I would say mid to early '80s, maybe late '70s, '82. So close. Let's
2: uh, Drew. Let's say '81.
1: Oh, go up. Eighty-four, boys. Ah, Eighty-four. And that's that's your Heisman Mm. show. See you next year. Hey, I kind of like that. I think we need more
0: games like that. That was pretty entertaining. Yeah, that was fun.
1: All right, well, I can uh, be your game show host. Hopefully our listeners like it. If you do like it, listeners, shout out, I don't speak Taco Bell. All right? Hashtag, I don't speak Taco Bell.
2: (laughs) I have no words. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what to do on that one. Maybe Tyler well, I can mean, check if, the Twitter if for my that listener. Hashtag. You
1: know, if if the listener, if my uh, my students are actually listening to this, which they probably aren't, um, that's what they would say to me sometimes.
2: I don't give us topic. that hashtag one more time. That sounds like racially offensive.
1: Oh, it, I, I think it's extremely. <laughs> I think it's extremely racially offensive. But uh, then why know, are you I, promoting I speak, it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know I, if we want to do that then. Well, it, I'm just I'm just interested. I'm just interested in what you guys think about that.
0: No. No, you...
1: <laughs> That's what I think
2: of it. No.
0: Oh, my gosh. Right. How about, like, is, just something is... simple, like, hashtag come at me, bro, or something like that. Why don't yeah. we come up with something non-racial?
1: Uh, I, I'm not... I'm, I'm all for
0: people. Hashtag I'm all for people. Okay, Tyler will be tracking that one by himself, um, yeah. but feel free to hit him up with that. <laughs>
1: oh okay Tyler
0: another topic you wanted to talk about was giving players the benefit of the doubt who choose not to play in a bowl game go ahead and bring us to that topic
1: um yeah I think it's kind of ridiculous um I don't I mean I don't think these players would be missing a national championship I don't think these players would be missing a final four um I think they're letting down their team I don't agree with it uh you're gonna get paid eventually even if you're hurt, you look at Willis McGahee, you look at Jalen Smith, both who got injured either either in their bowl game or uh, games before that, and were still getting paid. Yes, they weren't as much, maybe as twenty million. They were getting paid three million or four million, which is a pay cut. But um, they, I, th- I think I mean football is a team sport, and you you want to support your team through the end. I think it I think it hurts the game. I think it then um, puts it puts everything in one basket. If you don't play in the bowl game, um, you know, because that is a once in a life opportunity. And so to miss a bowl game, um, I mean, who's gonna be the first player to miss the championship? I it's gonna happen, unfortunately. Um and yes, I think yes, yeah, so are they trying to be responsible? Yep. Um, but you know, these you're you're missing out on a memory um that you could very well have for the rest of your life and and to miss out that opportunity for the fans, for the people who have been believing in you, for your, for your teammates, um, that's the last thing you should do.
0: Now, I want to say I'm not a fan of college players skipping out on the role games, but at the same point, I think you're also skipping out on the opportunity to get injured. We've seen it so many times in the NFL this year where players have not been signed to a full contract and have gotten injured, and that either ends their career or makes their career completely different. These are young kids aspiring to come to the NFL A lot of these players, like Will Greer, for example, for West Virginia, he already has the stats to make a good NFL draft. Yes, this game could pad it, but it's also risked the opportunity of an injury, which could drop his stock as well. So overall, I think there's an over-under to it, and first-round draft picks get paid more than second-round draft picks, and vice versa. So to me, I think this is an opportunity to miss out on the injury more than anything else. At the same point, I want to see these people play games. As a fan of college football— as a fan of the game of football, I want to see the highest level of play that I can. And missing out on a good number of these players ends up taking down the quality of that team. When something like West Virginia loses Will Greer, that team is completely different. So for me overall, I want these players to play, but I do see where they're coming from.
2: Yeah, I I really struggle with this topic because I'm obviously, shocker here, guys, not a high-caliber collegiate athlete, Um I've never had millions of dollars on the line uh for my athletic abilities, so Why I can't
1: did you say that drew no one knew that
2: i i, I mean yeah i'm I, <laughs> I, mean, I i I had offers for all the schools, and I turned it down because it wouldn't be fair <laughs> for everyone else there you go yeah um there you go. <laughs> but Atta boy it's it is tough because they are protecting an investment you know that investment true is their selves, but if this were about. You know, not driving um, an antique automobile that's worth millions of dollars to the store. No one would think that's dumb. They'd say you should drive that car to the store. Like, it's 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 absurd. So, to think that they want to save their, their selves for, for the NFL where they're going to make, you know, gr- good money, assuming they're not injured. Who am I to tell them that that's the wrong decision? Now, like Joey said, as a fan of the game, I want to see them play, but... Uh, I, it's hard for me to get upset with them. I, I would probably do the same thing. I think if it came down to, you know, oh, I could step on the field and we could win this bowl game and have fun, or I could also lose $30 million. Like, I don't, I don't see myself outweighing that. And, and it's like Joey said, someone like Will Greer, he's pretty well locked in as like a top 10 pick. Um, and there is there is a point of diminishing returns there where if he even falls into the the top 20 or top 30 it's significantly less money. So for him to put that on the line would be a big deal. Now if he was projected as a second round pick um and opted not to play, I might I might say, "All right, you're being a little ridiculous cuz you could definitely raise your stock, but his stock's about as high as it can go." I don't I don't think he's going to I don't think anything he would do would raise it any more than it already is. So why even risk it? I mean, also
0: look at Tua because we had the argument. So none of us really feel like he was a Heisman candidate, but a lot of Bay analysts out there say he was before that Georgia game. One single game at the end of the season ended up completely changing it for him. So maybe that's what is in the head of some of these players as well going into the NFL draft.
2: I mean, it is. I mean, Jalen Smith is the best example of how it can go for you if you get injured. But it's taken several years, and not every team is as patient-slash-ridiculous as the Dallas Cowboys. It's obviously paid off for them, and I'm really, really glad that they kept him around, both as a fan of the Dallas Cowboys and also just wanting the best for for a young guy like that. But a lot of teams wouldn't invest several years' worth of, of training and development for someone who may never get better again. Um... It.
1: Let, me, let me give you another example. You ever heard of a guy named Willis McGahee? Yes. Yeah, he played for the Buffalo Bills, and the Buffalo Bills picked him up, even with an ACL. And he did pretty well for the first – I mean, after, after he recovered from his injury, he did pretty well, three, four, five-year career at Buffalo until we got rid of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but he played he played well. He, he did everything he could. And so to say – to me, for all I know, Greer could be a Sam Bradford as soon as he gets to the NFL. And that's what can happen in the NFL. So yeah. I, you know, live, live the game out to the fullest and play, play your best. There's no need for you know trying to say, oh, I gotta save my energy. You know, if you're if you're as true as you, if you are a player and you like to compete, I want to see that as an NFL coach. I don't want to see you as, uh, you know, I'm taking this one out and just you know, yeah, good luck team. You know, it's been it's been a fun three years. Uh, I'm not gonna waste it on this petty little bowl game Muggle of a game like phew, who cares about the camp bowling or belk bowl, whatever it is. Um, no, I mean, it, it, it to me, it kind of gets to their character of like, wow, you were more selfish about yourself and this is a team sport and uh, you wanted to take that for more money for a better draft pick that could probably end up like, mm, I don't know, uh, think of a quarterback that is not doing very well, Jamarcus Josh Johnson. Russell? Yeah, Demarcus Russell. There you go. Um, Peter Mann. You know, I mean, it, it can be a name of quarterback. So to say they're going somewhere else, I mean, I feel like that's really selfish.
0: I mean, I think part of it's the injury aspect. But, and Drew, this might be what you're about to say as well. I feel like there are so many freaking bowls now, too. Like back then, like 10 years ago, bowl games actually felt like they mean something because there were so many fewer of them. Nowadays, yes, they still mean something. Yes, it's still a fun time. When you have, like, 40 bowls being played, how much does my bowl really matter anymore?
2: Exactly. I mean, uh, wanting to stuff. play with your team is good, but go ahead.
1: No, I just, I'm just I like the free stuff.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is a good part of it if you get to be invited to one. Um, but, yeah, that's that was one of the points I was going to make, Joey, was a, a lot of these bowl games don't mean anything. If you're, I mean, really and truly at this point, if you're not in the playoff um, as an individual player, a lot of the ball games don't mean anything they still mean something to a team to be able to go especially if you're a a program that's been struggling or rebuilding or has overcome some adversity or something to get into a, a decent ball game um, then they mean something but uh, if you unless you're playing for the national championship i don't i it's it's again it's hard for me to say that this ball game is that important but i I have so many points that I'm thinking. I'm just going to throw a couple things out there, and then you guys can <laughs> grab onto whichever part you want to talk about. Um, I think there's kind of this this tier of it, It's these tier these levels of it. It's kind of like with college basketball. Before they made some of these changes, you had guys who were maybe projected to be a late second-round pick saying, oh, I'm going to drop out of college and go to the draft, and then nothing come of it. Um, you don't have guys that are projected fourth-round picks skipping bowl games. And I, I think unless you're you're projected in that first round, early in that first round, there's no reason for you to skip. Um, and I, I think that's that's where I I look at it. I'm not saying that one is more okay than the other, but I, I think you have to be at a certain level for you to feel like it's it's worth doing. Um, but on on the side of the players that do this, you are talking about your your business, your career for the rest of your life if you're lucky. Um, it can completely derail all of your plans for something to happen to you. Uh, you can only predict so much. And so again, if you can ensure your future by locking down this lucrative contract, just by not getting hurt, I don't, I don't see how that's a problem. Uh, if, if it's the difference in me getting $2 million, over the course of four years, or me getting $20 million over the course of four years, that's that's $20 million that I can count on having to build my livelihood around. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that I get that $20 million. Uh, and I think people will understand that because it is business. It's the real world. It's what's coming after college where you're not making money. And that could lead to a whole nother conversation of if these guys were making money, Playing college football, would they be more likely to then play in these bowl games? So there's a lot of different stuff. Grab what you want to grab, but I had to kind of throw it all out there before I forgot it.
1: Now we're getting discussion of players getting paid. College players getting paid, which is ridiculous. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Getting education. Uh, I mean, what's the difference between two million and twenty million? In in my in my eyes, it's like I don't think I've ever in my entire life. (laughs) Of me working, I don't think I've gotten to two million dollars, and so having just suddenly two million dollars right there, I don't think I'd just blow it off in in one in one thing. Um, I to me, there's no there's not a difference between two million, twenty million, other than it's just a number, and okay, like maybe I'll have a bigger house, um, but you can live off two million, you can live off twenty million. Money shouldn't, yes, money is a factor for these guys. Some of them are not in very good situations and maybe have debt from college, but um, to me, you know, it, it comes back to winning and competing. And, uh, you know, put Greer, say he makes the, is he doing, do you think he's doing this in the Final Four game? No.
2: No, he would definitely be playing.
1: No. He's going to be playing. And so to for him to be like, you know what, I'm out, no thanks, it just, to me, it would have a little sour taste in my mouth. As a, if I was a teammate of his.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think that comes down to what Drew and I were saying as well with the weight of the bowl game. When you look at the college championship, that is a completely different thing. There's actually glory still involved with that. Those are historic bowls that are now being turned into a playoff that is being played out between the four best teams in the country. Any of these other bowl games, you're going there for the trip, you're going there for the free stuff, and you're going there for like an extra celebration, a victory lap with your team, as you say. So for me, I just, I don't think that's enough to really like nail the players for not playing in it. If you look overall, yes, it is kind of a disappointing thing, but we don't know if he had a conversation with his teammates. He could have said, Hey, I'm going as a top 10 pick in the draft, or I'm most likely going to, I don't want to risk the chance of an injury here. Look linemen, I trust you. But at the same point, anything can happen out there, a freak accident. And then, then I drop out hugely. I mean, he might get drafted in the third round if he has a broken leg going into the draft. So depending what the injury is, depending how severe the injury is, it completely changes the player's draft stock. So in a sense, I think we almost have to look at the maturity of the player here. Yes, you can argue it could be about money, but at the same point, you can also argue, hey, this is him looking toward the future, looking toward his family's future, and he's doing that with a different aspect going in, as opposed to just saying, hey, I want the glory here and there. Well, he shouldn't get any of the free stuff from the camping bowl.
2: <laughs> I think we can all agree on that point.
0: He he can buy his own tent with his draft money. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Uh last uh there was one last final thought. Um and I lost it. It's gone in the wind. Like a fart in the wind. It's gone. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> How about the uh Seattle Seagulls?
0: Oh my Ooh. gosh. Uh I guess Seattle there Seagulls. are Seagulls over there. Oh, I haven't JRP. really thought about that there's salmon, there's got to be seagulls.
2: Uh, Seattle hipsters.
0: Oh, wow. That took a completely different change of pace. I'm still with the Seattle mist here, boys.
2: Seattle haze. I think that's
0: so marketable. Like, even the haze. I could do the haze, too. Like, you could use fog machines. That would be totally fun. You could throw some colors up there, whatever your colors are going to be. Flash them with different lights against the fog. Let it reflect. You can time cell phones or whatever with different colors. The mist and the fog, I just I think either one works really well. Or the haze. The fog, not as much, sorry. <laughs> but I think that is going to bring us to an end here, guys. We are at our cap for this episode. We're going to talk fantasy football next week because we are entering into the playoffs or already in the playoffs in most of our leagues. Um, Drew and I did not make playoffs in the OTN League. Tyler did not make the registration for the OTN League. Um, I am in playoffs in my other league, though, and I Drew, I believe you are as well, correct?
2: Yeah, at least one of them. I don't want to talk about the other one.
0: And Tyler, are you in playoffs for your other league?
2: No.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. no, I missed out big time. Gotcha. Big time.
0: Well, we will hit all of that next week. We'll talk about what went right and what went wrong in our fantasy season. So look forward to that in the next episode. For now, catch us on Twitter at CAMB Podcast. You can also email us at CAMB Podcast at otnmedia.org. If you'd like to support the show and support what we do here at OTN, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com forward slash OTN. Thanks again for listening, guys. Catch you next week. podcast is part of the Overtime Network. Get more at OvertimeNetwork.com.